Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's up, my friend? As you saw in the title, some German government officials believe that making English the second official language of Germany is paramount for the country's economic survival. And when I say it's paramount, I mean it's extremely important. It's priority number one. You know, it's essential. It's crucial. That's the idea. And I came across this article in the British newspaper, The Guardian. So I'm going to read it to you and explain a few things along the way to make sure you understand everything. And if you'd like to read a transcript and vocabulary guide for this episode, or you just enjoy the show and you want to support my work, you can click the link in the description to visit my Patreon page and sign up for a monthly subscription. All right, my friend, let's get started. And before I actually read this article, I just want to let you know that it's written in a very strange way. And I don't know if this is just because I'm not familiar with British English or if it's because it was written for a news publication or I don't know. I don't know. But even me, a native speaker, I found myself having to stop and like reread a few things just because of the way it was written. It's like hard. It's like so many extra words and the sentences are quite long at times. So if you find yourself listening to this and you're like, bro, why, why is this so difficult to follow? What, why am I not comprehending the idea? That might be the reason. I'm not saying it is the reason, but it might be. Just so you know, before I get started, I don't want you to feel discouraged if you find yourself lost at some point. And remember, you can always sign up on Patreon, get access to the transcripts and vocabulary guide and all that. But anyway, now I'm going to read the article to you. So the title of this article is German call for English to be second official language amid labor shortage. Politician from governing FDP or Free Democratic Party says skilled foreign workers are being put off by unwieldy bureaucratic German. So the basic idea is there's a labor shortage. There are not enough skilled people to fill all the job vacancies in Germany. And some politicians believe that it's because unwieldy bureaucratic German is making people not want to come to Germany. So the word unwieldy 
is one that you won't hear very often, but it basically means difficult to deal with. It's difficult to handle. It's complicated, right? And bureaucratic, let's see if I can find an actual definition really quick. Hold on. Okay, bureaucratic, relating to the running of a government or other large organization and often involving a lot of paperwork and rules. So I don't see what that has to do with the German language. Maybe they're referring to how the government handles foreigners. I don't know. But the basic idea is that it's very hard to get into Germany, learn the language, and then get a good job at the moment, which is the reason a lot of foreigners are preferring other countries over Germany. And the politicians in Germany obviously see that as a problem. So now I'm going to read the actual article to you. English should become a second official language at administrative offices in Germany, one of the country's governing parties has argued, saying unwieldy bureaucratic German is proving too much of a deterrent for much-needed skilled workers from abroad. So, again, I'll just reiterate, the idea is that the language itself and the bureaucracy of the government, the difficulty that one experiences upon trying to learn the language and then just get into the country legally, is acting as a deterrent for much-needed skilled workers in the country. And a deterrent is something that deters people, or in other words, something that discourages people from doing something in particular. And in this case, that would be trying to get into the country and, and find work. So, that's the idea, but let's continue. The three-party government of the Chancellor, Olaf Scholz, in which the pro-business Free Democratic Party, or FDP, is a junior coalition partner, Last autumn unveiled its own version of a green card called Schanzkart. I guess that's how you pronounce it in German. Or in English, Opportunity Card, designed to address a critical shortage of skilled labor. I don't know about you, I think the term Opportunity Card is fucking hilarious. But let's continue. Skilled workers who want to become... No, I said that wrong. Skilled workers who want to come to Germany should be able to successfully apply for our new points-based green card scheme from abroad, even if they don't yet speak fluent German, Johannes Vogel of the FDP told The Guardian. And the fact that they use the word scheme here is suspicious, bro. <laughs> but let me continue. Vogel, a member of the Bundestag's Committee for Labor and Social Affairs, said the new green card system needed to be designed in such a way as to make it possible for applicants to qualify, even if they were not fluent in German. And the offices where they have to register once these workers are here should be able to offer them English application forms and caseworkers who are fluent in English, he added. As the German economy cranked back into gear after pandemic standstills last year, it recorded an annual average of 844,000 job vacancies in 2022, a record with desperate shortages, especially in the pharmaceutical, engineering, and IT sectors. In January this year, the Federal Employment Agency recorded 764,326 vacancies at German businesses. The head of the agency, Andrea Nalls, suggested last November that Europe's largest economy would need an annual intake of about 400,000 skilled workers from abroad to fill the gap. So let's just summarize that really quickly. And the idea is that, you know, the economy was kind of stuck because of the pandemic. And I think, what was it? 
2022, they recorded 844,000 job vacancies in their country. And just recently, in January, there are 764,000 vacancies. And basically what Andrea Knowles is saying is that, I don't know for how many years, but each year they'll need to take in 400,000 people to fill all these vacancies. And I did the math, and in 365 days, that's almost 1,100 people per day, (laughs) which is crazy, man. Maybe I'm not reading the numbers correctly. Maybe my math is wrong, but that's the conclusion I arrived at, which is fucking crazy, man. But let's continue this article. Germany needs to get better at competing for global talents. Our economic future depends on it, said Vogel. We have a competitive disadvantage because German, alas, is not a global language. At the very least, we should compensate for that. The FDP's call has been echoed by the Association of German Chambers of Industry and Commerce, whose president, Peter Adrian, recently told Munich Munchner Merke newspaper, I'm sure I pronounced that incorrectly, that English is the world language and should suffice for anyone to achieve great things in many German businesses. Adrian said it would be a strong signal if people from across were able to have their first contact with German bureaucracy in a language other than German. The idea, first floated by the FDP when it entered government in December 2021, has been rejected by the organization responsible for those working in administrative offices. When it comes to ordinances and laws, the official language in this country applies for reasons of legal certainty, and that is German, a spokesperson for the Civil Servants Association, or DBB, told the Redactions Network Deutschland last year. Oh, that was a mouthful. Okay, but just to make sure you're still following, the FDP entered government in December 2021, and they proposed this idea But people who work in the actual administrative offices are saying, no, we don't want to adopt English as an official second language because it would just cause more confusion. It needs to be in German. We are in Germany. We need to be 100% sure of every word in every sentence in every document. So things need to be done in German. We shouldn't be switching to communication in English just to accommodate these people because it would only cause more confusion in our system. Okay. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. All right, let's continue. Ulrich Stock, a DBB official from the eastern state of Saxony-Anhalt, warned that adding a second official language would create a bureaucratic monster and come with legal risks. Resistance to such a change has been noticeably more vocal in the former states of the Socialist German Democratic Republic, 
where a sizable part of the population grew up learning Russian rather than English as a first foreign language at school. Raymond Walk, a member of the Thuringian State Parliament for the conservative CDU, told Der Spiegel that learning German had to remain the central key to the integration of people into German society. In its latest English Language Proficiency Index, the education company EF, Education First, lists Germany in the very high category, but below other Northern European countries in Scandinavia and the Benelux Union. All right, so now let's just summarize this article and um, discuss the main talking points. These are some things that you can take away from this article and maybe write in your journal about or discuss with your language exchange partner or talk to yourself about if you've got nobody else to talk to. There's nothing wrong with talking to yourself to improve your English speaking ability. Don't let anybody tell you different, all right? You're not crazy. And even if you are a little crazy, don't feel bad. We're all crazy, okay? So don't be afraid to speak to yourself about these things. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But okay, the main points of this article. Germany is facing a shortage of workers with their young population decreasing in size every year and the insistence on people learning German before they can get good jobs in the country. These two things combined are creating a real problem for Germany. Okay, it's for that reason that there are over 700,000 job vacancies in a country of about 83 million people. And just to give you a reference point, the U.S. was recently reported to have about 500,000 job vacancies in a country of 330 million people. Now, obviously, I'm not even close to being qualified to talk about what these numbers really mean or how to compare them. But the point is that the country is in need of some able-bodied individuals to come and occupy the job market. That's the main idea. And according to what I've read, the German government is going to start issuing its own version of a green card. And just in case you don't know what that is, a green card is an immigration document issued by the U.S. government, and it allows a foreign national to live and work in the United States on a permanent basis. And it also grants them access to certain benefits, like the ability to travel freely in and out of the country and to access certain government services. Right, so it's basically citizenship for foreigners here in the U.S. And I'm going to talk more about Germany's new green card in the next episode. I found an article that explains the process pretty well, and I think that episode will complement this one quite nicely. All right. Now, some believe that adopting English and opening the borders is necessary for economic survival. But others say it would create a bureaucratic nightmare and cause lots of legal uncertainty. And others just believe that German should be the only official language simply because it is, in fact, Germany, you know? But what do you think? How would you feel if your country's economy was suffering and your government chose to make everyone adopt a second language in the workplace and at school? Would you care? I mean, what do you think about creating less restrictive immigration laws so that more people can come to your country and help stimulate the economy? I mean, I guess you could see it from both sides because, you know, if you're a German person, you're like, this is my country, this is my language, this is my culture. I, I have no obligation to adopt this official second language and, and cater to foreigners who want to come here. No, that they want to come here, they need to learn German. They need to integrate into our society, not the other way around, you know, because you don't want to see your culture and your history and your language, your way of life slowly be eroded by all these people from other places who are coming in to occupy the job market. You know, it's totally understandable. I guess I would feel the same way. You know what I mean? But 
at the same time, you could understand from an economic perspective, from a long-term perspective, you know, you want to invest in where the world is going, not where you would like it to be, right? So, I don't know. We all know the world is getting smaller and moving faster year by year. It's inevitable. We can't stop it. It just is what it is. We all know that English is slowly becoming the second language of the world, not just Germany. And so although there are many valid arguments against globalization, it might still be wise to embrace and adapt to change rather than resist it. Your future and that of your family, your city and your country could depend on it, you know? But let me know what you think, man. Once you listen to this episode, you read the transcript and the vocabulary guide, you think about this for a little bit, let me know in the comments on Patreon, hit me up on social media, do whatever you got to do to get in contact. Let's start a a conversation about this, man. If you're in Germany listening to this, I really want to know what you think. But even if you're not German, just think about this in the context of your country and how would you feel and what side of the fence would you find yourself on? You know, it's a very interesting topic because I think Not just Germany, but many other countries are currently facing this dilemma and certainly will face it in the future as the world becomes smaller and more interconnected, man. Really interesting to see how this plays out. But that's it for this episode of Real English Radio, my friend. I hope you enjoyed it. I will talk to you in the next one. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.